I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Light Post podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's Word on the issues that impact our lives. My name is Minister Corey Davis, and the topic that I'll be discussing today will be water in a dry season. If we're going to fulfill our purpose and make it in a dry season, we must understand the importance of water. Ask yourself the question. When is it not dry in a desert? It is only when the rain comes, and 90% of the time it's dry in the desert. The desert is a barren, hostile, and dry place, and so are the dry seasons in our lives. During these journeys uh, in the desert, camel masters and caravanners have to ensure that their camels stay watered. That's important. So I want to discuss a couple camel facts uh, with you. The camel drinks water in the desert and fills itself internally. The hump on a camel's back is not a water reservoir. Did y'all know that? But they are fatty deposits that holds fat. Camels are born with no hump, but with their backs flat. But once they begin to eat and mature, the hump on their backs begin to grow and expand. The fatty deposits uh, in the hump of the camel uh, is so that as it goes, it has a food resource as it labors and carries the load during its journey. And so it's able to deal with the treacherous environment of the desert and is able to deal with the different sandstorms and uh, all the things that is needed so that it can have the resilience that it needs to finish its journey. Remember that the more words you get, the bigger your spiritual hump will grow on your back and you will be able uh, to have something to pull from. That's important. During this life, uh, during this Christian journey, uh, we get down sometimes. We get beat up, beat up by the world system. We get beat up by the problems of life. You know, the Bible says that in this world we'll have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. So the camel has something to pull from during this journey. It can pull from those fatty deposits. And later on, we'll talk about how it's able to recycle water through its system to uh, be able to hydrate itself during the dry times. Uh, so likewise, the Christian has resources that we can pull from. God didn't give us his Holy Spirit and leave us comfortless. He said it, he was going to send the Holy Spirit. In his name, the spirit of truth that was going to guide us into all truth, he said that he wouldn't leave us comfortless. The camel can go a week to 10 days without any food, and they can go extensive periods of time without water. Why is this? Because they have a reserve they can pull from to complete their journey. Remember, as the saints of God, we must build ourselves internally and externally on the Word of God in order to handle our dry, our dry seasons. The scripture says that above all things, guard your heart, for out of it flows the well springs of life. I'm going to look at John 6, 53 through 56. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I'll say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, 
and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. Now this passage refers to the spiritual atonement of Jesus' blood, uh, his death, and those that believe in him by faith. Just as good food and drink sustains physical life, so Jesus, the real reliable spiritual food and drink, sustains his followers spiritually. His flesh and blood gives eternal life to those who receive him. For we feed off of the word of God. God's word uh, is a food source for the believer. Do y'all believe that? The Bible says that his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our, our pathways. And during this time, you know, uh, the Jews, you know, they didn't believe, uh, you know, they couldn't touch a dead body. It was against the Jewish uh, rules and culture. Uh, they uh, didn't eat anything with blood in it. You know, it was it would make them unclean. So Jesus, you know, was referring to his body. He was referring to his blood that he would give on Calvary uh, for our atonement. We're going to look at Psalms 34 and 8. It says, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man whose trust is in him. The word nourishes us internally so we can deal with our external world. Ephesians 5 and 26 says that he may sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the water of the word. This is Paul talking to the church that's at Ephesus about the redemptive blood of Jesus Christ that he sanctified, which means to set apart uh, the church, uh, to cleanse her by the washing of the water of the word of God that he brought. A lot of times when we think of washing, we think of a bath. But you must have an internal washing too. So not just an outside washing or external washing, but you must have an internal washing also. Jesus said on one occasion, he said, warn to the Pharisees and that they were whitewashed tombs looking good on the outside, but in the inside they were full of dry men's bones, which means that they were spiritually dead. You ever been dealing with people that they look good on the outside? They talk really, really, really good. They appear to be uh, so spiritual and stuff. But when they get to talking, when they get to acting, and when you see uh, their fruit, the Bible says you'll know a tree by the fruit that is that it bears, that uh, how they act and how they go in and out among people uh, and what they profess to be doesn't necessarily line up with what they're talking. That's because of what's inside of them is coming out. And that's why we have to be clean from the inside out so that our fruit measures up with the life that we live, what we speak, what we decree, what we declare in our lives, that those things in the inside and on the outside are one and the same. Let's look at John 7:38. This is the King James Version. It said, He that believed on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Let me ask you a question. Are you just washed on the outside or do you have the fresh water of the anointing flowing from the inside? Let me say that again. 
Are you just washed on the outside? Or do you have the fresh water of the anointing flowing from inside of you? You can't just wash externally and not wash internally because both are required to make it through your dry season. As we said earlier, taking a bath will not wash you in, will not wash you internally. You must drink plenty of water to hydrate uh, your body internally so that your cells are powered uh, to prevent dehydration. When you're jogging and when you're uh, going on a hike or something like that, or you got to exert yourself, uh, you got to have water to power that body. If not, you're going to go down real quick. Water is essential. The body uh, is over 75%, 80%, something like that. Water. Most of our body is water. And so it takes water to fuel our system. Rolling veins. You may have heard of rolling veins before. Uh, it comes from one of the things that cause it, causes rolling veins is dehydration. And it affects your blood serum and the elasticity of your skin. Uh, so when somebody tries to give you a shot or uh, draw blood or something, your veins just roll. It's very difficult for the nurse, doctor, or technician to draw blood uh, because your your veins roll. Some people are spiritually dehydrated and life just rolls them around uh, with every trial and every situation and disconnects them from their resources. I'm going to say that one more time. Some people are spiritually dehydrated. And life just rolls them all around with every trial, every tri tribulation, every situation, and disconnects them from their resources. And that's what the enemy does. He tries to disconnect us from God, uh, from the Holy One. Uh, he tries to home in. Uh, the enemy does. He tries to home in on us and separate us from our power source, and that's God. Did you know that the camel has an internal irrigation system? The camel has an internal irrigation system. Once it drinks its water, its nose has flaps in both, on both sides and acts as a humidifier and dehumidifier. It is able to capture moisture from its breath. Wow. As it breathes out during the journey, it can, it can circulate moisture and recycle it through its body internally. This allows the camel to travel long distances and go farther than any animal in the desert. So this is how the camel is able to go through uh, the desert and sustain the harsh environment of the desert, the sandstorms. It even has uh, eyelashes and eyebrows that are specifically uh, made for the camel. You know, it's, it's uh the way it's made so that it can handle the sand that's blowing uh, in the air. It's like three layers of, of uh, lashes and stuff so that the camel can be able to even go and see uh, in a sandstorm. And that's amazing. So who wants the resilience and endurance of the camel? Are you able to water yourself internally with the word of God for the journey that's ahead of you? Do you have an internal irrigation system that can take you through your dry season as you recycle the word of God? Psalms 119 and 11, New King James Version says, Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. 
The Holy Spirit will be your watering system and give you the steadfastness that you need to complete the journey and deliver the goods. Remember, we're on the journey of life and we want to finish that journey. We want to finish uh, that race uh, so that we can deliver the goods, so that we can receive what God has for us, so that we can receive our rewards. The Bible says that we have a reward. Uh, the Bible says that to all that we'll live godly, going to suffer persecution, but in the end, uh, we're going to receive rewards from God. We're going to be rewarded according uh, to the works that we've done. Remember when Jesus was uh, would go to a solitary p- place to pray? He was getting water. The Bible said that he would rise up early before day, uh, as was his custom, and he would go uh, to a solitary place to pray. And so what he was doing, he was getting water for the journey. A lot of people try to want to understand, you know, how to, was Jesus able to do all the things that he was able to do, how he was able to heal the sick and raise the dead and uh, perform all the miracles that he did. It was because he was a man of prayer, that he believed in the power of prayer. And when he went to those solitary places and called on the Father, it's because he was getting water. He was getting that spiritual download, and God was providing him resources with what he needed to take care of the things that he needed to do that day. Remember that God gives us our daily bread, what we need in order to provide for his people and do the work of ministry that he has called us to do. John 16 and 13, this is the NIV version. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. When we walk in the spirit, we are constantly being led by God. And he provides every resource that we need. Say that again. When we walk in the spirit, we are constantly being led by God and he provides every resource uh, that we need. So we don't have to worry. When we walk in the spirit, one uh, scripture says, uh, walk in the spirit so that you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And so God fulfills and provides and He gives us these spiritual downloads that we need. He provides the resources that we need uh, in order to carry out uh, the work that he's called us to do in order to finish our journey. Just like that camel that's with the caravan and traveling in the desert, the camel is fully equipped uh, biologically with what he needs uh, by God's design to handle the storms of life. And God has given us everything that we need. The Bible says he has given us everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge. So we're equipped as the saints of God to weather every storm and say, peace be still to it, just like Jesus did when the storm came. Acts 1 and 8 says, but you shall receive power. Somebody say, I've got power. When the Holy Spirit has come to you upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. It's a progressive thing. God gives us influence. God gives us power to go out and to be a witness in the dark world. We live in a dark world, y'all. 
Uh, the Bible said in the last days, perilous times will come. That's dangerous times. That's the world that we live in. But we've been equipped. We have power. We've uh, been given weapons uh, so that we can fight. Uh, the Bible said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. We have mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, but we have the spiritual weapons of the kingdom uh, to fight and, and wage war with the enemy. So I'm going to end with four ways to get the water of the word inside of you. Number one, meditate on the word. That's Joshua 1 and 8. Talks about don't let this book of the law depart from your mouth to meditate on it day and night. And be careful to do everything written in it. Then you'll, uh, he'll make your way prosperous and successful. Number two, study to show yourself approval. Study. Number two, 2 Timothy 2.15. Number three is go to church. The Bible says, forsake not to assemble yourself together in the house of the Lord. And some scriptures are, that goes with that is Hebrews 10, 25 and Jeremiah 3, 15. And number four, pray. Ephesians 6 and 18 talks about praying all kinds of prayers. So we're going to go over those again, the four ways to get the water of the word inside of you. And there are more of these. These are just some that the Lord put on my heart. He said, number one is meditate on the word. Number two, study the word. Number three, go to church. Number four, pray. And I'd like to thank everyone for joining us uh, for another episode of the Light Post podcast, a ministry of the God and Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at godandlight.org. The God and Light Church on Facebook or the God and Light Church TV on YouTube. Be blessed and I hope that this word was a blessing to you and see you next time on another episode of the Light Post podcast.